Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a better business bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Welcome to this special on location edition of the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes, on location at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville. Come break PETA with us for this amazing selection of Middle Eastern food and dancing and music and people here from all parts of the Middle East. Syria, Jordan, Lebanon, Israel, Egypt, Iraq, Iran, places I never heard of. <laughs> if you're in the area, come join us. We'll be on location all day. Now sit back and enjoy this special live on location edition of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. <laughs> Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Negotiations Bible style. Yes, we are live today. From the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville, New Mexico. In New Mexico, you didn't know we were in North Carolina. <laughs> On Wicker Road, if you're wanting to find that, uh, we are on Wicker Road in Kernersville, North Carolina. What's the address, Kareem? I should know that. Y you should. It's on. Um, it's on. Twelve. That's okay. Well, it's one two eight six four, I think. Wicker Road in Kernersville. Twelve ninety two Wicker Road in but Kernersville. But yes, you are listening to the Christian Car Guy Show, and I wanted to start off with a verse that I've been thinking about here for a couple of years, and I'll tell you why in a minute. In him, meaning Jesus, was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness didn't comprehend it. Yesterday, I spoke at the 19th Annual Evangelical Convocation, which this year is being held right here in North Carolina in Lexington at Bex Reformed Church. And that verse was given to me, which is the first chapter of the Gospel of John, two years ago for me to think about and ponder... <laughs> for two years before I had a chance to speak on it. Once again, the verse is, in him, meaning Jesus, was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Well, Matthew Henry said of those verses, these are great mysteries of godliness, the bottom of which we cannot fathom, while yet 
We adore the depth. Amen. Isn't that cool? I mean, that's so deep that you can't even begin to think. Just think about it for two years. And so pondering for that verse for a couple years, and I know I will get to cars in a minute. It's coming. <laughs> but I was pondering these verses, and the first thing I thought was, i got to look up what does life mean in the Greek, because I figured that would be important. And that word is zoe, which is Z-O-E, from which we get the word zoo. And that's cool, and I like that, and I thought about it some, and then I said, well, maybe what will touch me will be the light. So I looked up light in the Greek, and that's P-H-O-S, and that's the word you get phosphorus from, and there's a lot that goes to that, and I was thinking about that, and I still wasn't feeling it. So I decided to look up darkness and start thinking about darkness. And those who know my story know I'm afraid of the dark, so it's... it's I didn't know that. <laughs> I am. I ought to tell that story later, but that that kind of spoke to me, and I was thinking about the, the demons that were held in chains of darkness in Second Peter chapter two, verse four talks about they're held in chains of gloomy darkness. So what does the darkness have to do with this? And so then I read another article about this because I'm still trying to plumb the depths of this verse. And it said that these people that wrote the New Testament were Hebrew, and so they were thinking about these words in Hebrew, even though they wrote them in Greek. Mm. So to really understand maybe what they were thinking about, go back to the Hebrew, and when you talk about light and life, obviously that's Genesis 1, where you would find those words first in the Hebrew. And so I started thinking about those Hebrew words, and again, light and life were cool, but I kept going back to the darkness, because that's where I get scared. <laughs> and I found this Wonderful insight that I wanted to share with you guys listening to our show today that I've just really clicked a lot of things about the scripture into place for me. One of the understandings of the Hebrew word for darkness is to hide. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And think about what happened when Adam sinned. The first thing he wanted to do was hide. That's right. Now, just getting back to my New Testament verse now that Jesus, being... Yeah, that had nothing to hide. Yeah. But when Jesus looked into your eyes, he could see all sorts of things that you didn't even know you were hiding. And at the same time, he had nothing to hide. And John was trying to explain something that he had been able to see in, in his relationship with Jesus, that here's this person that had nothing to hide, mm -hmm. but had all the life. So in, a, mm -hmm. in an effort to bring out that life, he would bring, get people to bring out of stuff that was in hiding. Mm -hmm. And so you're, you're, you're still wondering what this has to do with cars. And when I get there, you're going to go, Robbie, you're nuts. But, I, but here's where my mind went with this, because I was just thinking about this. I was on a trip with my father, who's 87, my daughter, who is 27, and my granddaughter, who is 8. <laughs> we went all the way to Colorado fishing, and we came all the way back in a car together. This group of several generations. And I was thinking about the things that were hidden and the things that came out in the light and where that brought life. And all along the way, because you have an eight-year-old in the car, you're trying to keep her busy, right? And so you start doing things that you hadn't done for years. You start playing the alphabet game. You start playing the license plate game. But what really brought the life, what was hidden, and I did not know it was in there, was when we began to sing the songs that you sing on a road trip. <laughs> my father, who's 87, I st we started to sing Daisy, Daisy, you know, the bicycle song. And, and he, he chimed into a verse I had not heard 
for years and years and years since my mother and he used to sing it in the car. And I mean, how amazing is that? <laughs> that is. And, you know, it ends up being like, even though we went fishing in Colorado and had all sorts of fun, that part of the road trip brought life in a way that I've never felt life. Mm. And then my father looked back in the back seat to my granddaughter and he said, are you going to teach these songs to your grandchildren? And so as you're listening today, thinking about life and that, and what are the things that are hidden down in you that you hadn't thought about in years and those road trips mm. with your parents, your grandparents, or when you've got this amazing journey that you're going to go on, what would that be like? Now, since we are live from the Arabic Christian Festival, the, the, the Middle Eastern Christian Festival here in Kernersville, I thought, how cool would it be if we could hear what they do it in Egypt? Because I have my good friend Kareem, who's been with us several times on this journey on the Christian Car Guy show when we're here at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival, because I think we've done this about eight, eight years in a row. Yeah. But Kareem, yeah. so in Egypt, when you guys are, what would, what would bring the life you in know, the car when you were, or maybe with your family. No, I think, I think, uh, but, but, um, and I know there's the car guy part and there's the Christian part to what you say. And you said a few things that were very meaningful. <clears throat> Before I share with you some entertaining things about what Egyptians do in cars. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to make a quick comment about what you said, because there's a lot of beauty in it. Life comes from relationships. And the greatest life comes from the relationship with the giver of life, the source of life, him alone. And uh, I think that's profound. And the idea of light as a biomedical engineer, light I feeds. didn't know you were a biomedical engineer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you do. I'm amazed when I studied human anatomy and, and how to apply principles of engineering. And you think about light. Light sustains life. These plants need light or they die. Right. They sustain an ecosystem. So that light itself is life. But that light also exposes the darkness, right? They were naked yeah. and unashamed in the beginning. And then they were ashamed and afraid. And the beauty of, I think, what, you, what you're just saying is there's something profound in what you're saying. And that is the most meaningful things in life come from intimate relationships that fill us with life. No more so than with him. Just a, a small word. I would that. agree. And I, that's yeah. just more than beautiful. Jerry, it's wonderful to ponder those things. Yeah, it? absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you didn't go too deep when you... Told me your background there. Kind of, <laughs> I kept kind of it. scared me a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're right, and, and and I think, and I don't know where you're going with this, but yeah. also just just sometimes we need to just sort of unplug. You're talking about driving from Colorado in a car. It's the same thing. We just need to unplug from all the chaos around us, and look those relationships. What relationships? You know, just our earthly relationships, but also our relationship with our heavenly Father. If we unplug from all the madness, yeah. because we live in a world of madness, yes. and just concentrate on that, that's going to give us the, the power and the strength Absolutely. to continue on and to, and to face another day. I, Amen. Go ahead. I, I agree completely. Life comes from relationships. So in Egypt, there's, there's, a, there's a few things that are very popular. I would say even in the Middle East in general. Um, there's something in Egypt called Shem el Nisim which literally translated as smelling the fresh air. And it happens at Oh, Easter. wow, we got it. We, we're going to find out how to smell the fresh air in Egypt in a second. It's going to be more than cool. We are live today in Kernersville. you got plenty of time to come out and check us out if you go to christiancarguy.com. It's got the air on Wicker Road in Kernersville. Oh, the food and the dancing and the people. It's so amazing. And, of course... 
if you've got that song, you might be in Washington today. You want to call in what? Well, folks, you know, it ain't often that we can get together and sort of let our hair down like this. You know, every time you hear a real hillbilly tune, it kind of makes you think of it. Well, instead of me talking so much, suppose we just all join in together on an old favorite called She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain. We're going to kill that old red rooster when she comes. When she comes. We're going to kill that old red rooster when she comes. When she comes. We're going to kill that old red rooster so it won't crow like you used to. We're going to kill that old red rooster when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around What are the songs? What are the games? What are the road trip adventures that bring life to your life? That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We are live in Kernersville from the Middle Eastern Christian Festival on Wicker Road. We'd love for you to come out and join us if you happen to be in the area. I know some people are in Washington this morning, or you may be in Richmond. It may not have enough time to get here, but there is still going on tomorrow. <laughs> get your plane and fly. Or not, drive your car and come on down. Yes, but we would love to hear your song, your game, something that brings life that you can remember from your childhood. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We would love to hear what it is that you... Uh, do 866-348-7884. And when we left our hero, Kareem, he was going to share breathing the fresh air and what they do in Egypt, which I think has got to be fascinating. Yeah, so um, my variation of it is I grew up in Sudan, but this, this, this thing about smelling the fresh air happens the day after um, Easter Sunday. And everybody gets ready. You typically have a lamb that you've been keeping around for about two weeks. And that lamb becomes part of the family and then leaves the family abruptly on Monday because we get in these big vans and, um, and sometimes trucks. The sheep or the lamb is put in the back of the truck and you go drive a long way out next to the Nile River. And um, in the process of that, um, the kids sit in the back and they are watching the lamb and sort of making bets as to which side the lamb is going to fall on and there's a barbecue that ensues. Uh, another thing that is very popular, they, in the Middle East they love taking minibuses or vans or even big, you know, 80 passenger or 40 passenger type. And typically what happens is you get one of these, a couple of guys bring in drums. Have you seen these drums that we use here? Yeah. And uh, they start leading off with a beat and then people typically jump in in song with the person, one person, the best voice leading. And it's just a blast, a time of laughing and joking and people pass around sandwiches in the vans. And, <laughs> and uh, it's like a little party before the party. And so there are songs that you can remember yes. that, that you sang when you were a yes. child and you would yes. sing them. Yes, famous artists like uh, Fairuz, who was called the, um, she's one of the most beautiful sang to the land and nature and the country, and she sang to Jesus as well. And um, those were very popular uh, songs to sing um, on these trips. Wow. What is your? What brings life to your life as you think back to those old road trips? And which, by the way, it was so fun to watch my eight-year-old granddaughter. The license plate game always goes really good at first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got one. We got another one. We got another one. You know, she was like, man, I have, I'm rolling with this. I'm a... 
of course, after you get about 40 and you're just looking for Alaska and Hawaii, it slows down as like, oh, man. 866-348-7884. We'd love to hear what brings life to your road trips. 866-34-TRUTH. Jerry, we're one about you. <laughs> just, uh, you know, just hearing about the, the game stuff. And I, I remember growing up and car and you travel somewhere and it was you you play the license plate game and the punch bug and <laughs> all of that good stuff and, and then there's always those songs and and it kind of you know we still as you talked about the trip coming back from colorado when you're in the van and you're uh just sort of disconnected because that's sort of what we do here it is i get a, a van load or a bus load of adults when i go on a mission trip and we're traveling because when we land in montego bay we have like a three and a half hour drive up to mandeville on these roads that are it's three and a half hours and we're traveling 32 miles. That's, that'll let you know what type of roads we're traveling. But it, it's sort of everybody in there will have grown adults, and it's sort of they, they revert back to their, their childhood because by the time an hour in, everybody's singing the wheels on the bus go round, you know, and all <laughs> of these songs and stuff, and it's just sort of kind of neat and stuff. You know, it's just so cool just to, as you mentioned, talking about your, you know, granddaughter and stuff. How many times we ought to do that? I mean, we ought to just, you know, get in a car and, and make a family trip. If it didn't anything, we just ride around town or something and just sort of unplug and, and you know. It's and just, be together. It, it, yeah. it, and I could tell what that meant for my father. I mean, because when he heard that my granddaughter knew these songs, because he would, you know. And he, he knew that they, they obviously came from her mother who got them from me. And, and how could she, you know know all these different songs and stuff and he realized that wow this life that we've been living is going to be passed on like that and so part of what tradition is is like this tradition of the festival that we're here in yes. right and kareem can you share for our listeners kind of what the experience is here for anybody who might be in the area that would want to come i hope it would be um first and foremost you see a love that is driven not out of our compassion, but out of the love of God poured into our hearts, first and foremost. But second to that, it's a little microcosm of, of being in the Middle East. And what do I mean by that? You're going to hear sounds, like you probably hear in the background, that you've never heard before. Beats and styles of music and words that you haven't heard. Um, directed at worshiping Christ. Um, you're going to smell some things. Oh, yes, you are. It's going to be a little different <laughs> and hopefully very appealing to you. Uh, and then you're going to taste some things that are going to tickle your palate and probably leaving you wanting more. Uh, you're also going to see uh, just a lot of kids enjoying. Uh, one thing that is cultural in the Middle East is we don't always focus on keeping the kids proper. We focus on them being kids and letting them roam and let them discover and play and you'll see so you'll get a little bit of a feel of what it would be like maybe in a city in the Middle East if there's an outdoor event yeah and the other neat thing is that it's tent after tent after tent and yes. yeah I always love yes, the fact I, that you've got Israel sitting next to Jordan and these people are all in love with each other and all the, the different cultures are still there alive and well but Thank dear you for friends, reminding me of that. You know, one of the most beautiful things we think is in the gospel is unity and diversity. But it's only possible in Christ. The world's looking, but we can see it here. What are your games? What are your songs? We would love to hear. 866-348-7884. Got so much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up.
Welcome to this special On Location edition of the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes, On Location at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville. Come break PETA with us with this amazing selection of Middle Eastern food and dancing and music. And people here from all parts of the Middle East. Syria, Jordan, Lebanon, Israel, Egypt, Iraq, Iran. Places I never heard of. If you're in the area, come join us. We'll be on location all day. Now sit back and enjoy this special live on location edition of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Yes, we are live and we are having fun at the friendly <laughs> Arabic church in Kurdish. A lot going on, Robbie. A lot going on. A lot going on, but we want to know what goes on in your car that brings life. Where you feel like, wow, I did not realize that this stuff that really is in the fabric of our, that we didn't know was there. Yeah. You know, we're sitting here and I was thinking about it and, and I talked, you know, you asked what, about going on trips and stuff. But you know what, probably one of the most beneficial trips I made every morning during the school year was taking my daughter to school. Because I would take her to school in the mornings and it was just, we would just talk about about school, about church, about just whatever, whatever it be. I'd have about twenty minutes. We had the radio off and and just just rode in the car and talked. And that was from the, you know, from elementary school all the way up to senior. Well, not senior. <laughs> Once she started driving, I didn't have to take her. But you know, it was just having some really great conversations and stuff. And I, you know, I think just we live in a society, and I and I go back to what I said to start with is just we need to just unplug from everything that all the chaos and just, you know, those relationships, especially with our family members. Yeah, I mean, when you look, just go to a restaurant anywhere and watch what everybody's doing. They're looking at their phone. They're not even looking at each other and talking. I mean, so a car, at least, you've got a captive audience for a few minutes. Yeah. And I remember years ago along the same lines, Jerry, that I heard Dr. Dobson say that the average father didn't have five minutes of meaningful conversation with his child in a week not a day five minutes in a week just think about that i mean of meaningful conversation so at that point in time i really did i adopted the idea of uh, honey i'm going to take the kids to school and and i and i really i mean it was our thing that we began it's just what god gave me and i'm so grateful to it we began talking through the bible and this went on from the first grade all the way through the 11th when they started driving. And we got to the book. We started in Genesis, and by the time we they were, gradu- were getting it ready to drive, we, believe it or not, were in Revelation. And I didn't set it out to time it that way, but we would start on the chapters of the Bible, and we would just, everybody knew that we were going to talk about, you know, Joel chapter 3 or whatever this week, and then away you go. Yeah, I mean, at that time, I mean, it, when you look at it, the, the scope of it, it's just a small segment of our time every day. Man, but the value of that is just priceless. And, you know, it isn't just with our kids. I mean, it's with our spouses. I mean, you know, when I, I probably oh, yeah. have some of, my, some of my most heartfelt prayer is in a car because that's one of the times where basically I, I don't have somebody walking up to me or asking a question or, or something else where I'll just turn the radio off. And, and just just meditate on something and, and just pray about it and stuff. It's just, you know, I think God wants our relationships 
with our Heavenly Father and with those around us and our family members and, and other Christians and, and just in society, you know, wants that sincere relationship. And that's something that, that's, that's hard to come by in this culture, this day and time. It is. And we also want to mention, of course, ChristianCarGuy.com is a great resource for all sorts of things. We have all these road songs. We have games. We have Robbie's got a little bit of everything. We have the address, which happens to be 1292 Wicker Road in Kernersville, 27284, if you want to make your way here and eat this food. And more than that, join uh, Break Pita with some of the most amazing people I have ever met that are just from all different places in the world all at the same time. But one of the things that we get to do here in the Christian Car Guy Show, and the reason why I mention the website, is the Jesus Labor Love. And just yesterday, I had, you know, this woman who was a widow and had three children. Her husband died of colon cancer. And in desperate straits, didn't really understand the website, couldn't do that. She called me because my number was on the website. I was so grateful she did so that I could walk her through it. But the point is that here's a resource. Now, the tough thing is that I've got two other ones just like that in Durham, and we don't have a repair center in Durham that's helping us. And the tougher thing than that is, honestly, we don't have the donations right now to help these ladies out either because it's just been a slower summer than we've, we've had. And so I say we could all change that, that today, though. We, we could, could sh- change that today. <laughs> so I felt like it was my obligation to say, wow, could you pray with us? that God would meet these needs. I, it doesn't, I, you know, it doesn't have to be through our ministry, Jerry, and often it's through all sorts of ways that God meets the need. But here's the thing. I've got two ladies in Durham, both of them desperate. I've got the lady in Winston-Salem. Our resources in Winston-Salem, we've got a lot of places to, to, to repair, but she needs, you know, a catalytic converter and stuff, and, and she doesn't have the money. And so there we are. And I don't know what your situation is. And I know there's a lot of money going to Florida, money going to Texas, and people are donating all over the place. I know there's needs all over the place. But still, if you could pray with us that God would meet these needs, Cherry. Yeah, and, and you know, even if you're in the Raleigh-Durham area, I mean, part of your prayer, just put, you know, I'll plea with you to just uh, put that a facility, some facilities around there, Christian facilities will step up and say, you know what, God's calling me to help in this ministry. And maybe they need you to stop by if you have a connection there. And mention it to them because a lot of people don't understand or, or even know about uh, this ministry and stuff. And it, you know, and because if you're in that it's area not huge. It's one person at a time. It's one person that's in a crisis at a time. And that's so if you if you know somebody, if you live and you or you're connected to a repair facility, hey, put it in your prayer life. And 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 also, you know, if as well, you here's the thing: there's is plenty it, of plenty of opportunities to give. And stuff. A lot of things going on in this country right now that that is seeking at. But hey, if God lays on your heart to to give a little bit to Jesus' labor of love, believe me, that's you know a lot of times the fear is how much my money's going to that real relief. How much is really being used for that ministry? I can tell you right now, it's one hundred percent for Jesus' labor of love. I mean, it's all yeah, volunteers. There is no. There's no paid people in the ministry anywhere. Every single dime goes specifically for a part because quite well, every once in a while we'll pay for a little labor, but most of the time it goes just for the parts that, that, that help the people. But the other thing I was going to mention, Jerry, is if you know somebody in your area where you're listening, because we need people in Seattle. We need people in, in, in Illinois. We need people in New York, um, in Greenville, South Carolina. 
Uh, I've got one, but I could sure use one or two others. So if you've got another one, believe me, I would be delighted to call them. And, I, you know, it's amazing sometimes when you have a need and you call, these people are like, where have you been all my life? I've been trying to figure out a way to give back, and I couldn't figure out how to do it. So some people, it's a huge blessing to them to get that information. Yeah, they just need somebody to ask because it's sort of, you know, it's, who's going to know what you need unless you ask and stuff. And that, that's, you know, so and you may be the one, you know, that, that, that gets that ball rolling. You know, through your prayer you go, you know what, ABC Repair Center is – been doing my work and they're Christians and I go to church or whatever it may be you can either contact and say hey I'm gonna have Robbie Dillmore give you a call and Robbie will be glad to call him and you know that may be just the avenue they've been looking to to be able to to share their blessings so right right God gifted them to be able to repair cars and I can't tell you I, I sometimes think that the people that repaired the car are more grateful to our organization than people that got the I mean it's because it was a chance for God to use them, and they're such a blessing to do that because it, it's the whole giving idea. But, again, it's ChristianCarGuy.com, just one word, ChristianCarGuy, and .com, and there you'll go find ways to email me, find out how to, to make an application to be a repair center. All those things are right there. That's what that resource is for. Yeah, and, and you know, just, just don't miss that opportunity. I always say when God leads and, or puts you in a path of something or puts something in your path, man, don't be... Don't be. Don't let that opportunity slip by because the reason it's there is for you to step up and don't don't look back a, a year from now and say, man, I, you know what? I could have done something there, or I wish I'd have done that. So just follow God's lead, man. It's just uh, uh, God will definitely do some awesome. Which, by stuff. the way, if you just tuned in and you're hearing that voice, you can go, well, I, I'm I recognize Robbie, but who's that other guy? <laughs> but he is Jerry with Ray's Body Shop. Has been with us since the very beginning one of our dear dear partners and here in the winston-salem area of course we got raised body shop and wrecker service so yeah. if you have any of those needs and realize that like in the case of raised body shop that all the repairs are at christiancarguy.com and at christiancarguy.com when you see that there's somebody that's willing to give <laughs> labor <laughs> for yeah, single moms and widows them, yeah you know, that's if you're looking for somebody to do work on your car that, you know, what a great way to 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 honor them that are doing this work. Yeah, it isn't as much. It really is. It's just showing honor and show appreciation. You know what? Because a facility's doing that and somebody comes in and says, you know, I see where you're on, where you've worked with Jesus Labor of Love. Man, that just is an encouragement to them. That's an encouragement to continue to go out and fight the battle every day and that they're making an impact. All right, we are live out here, but we would love to hear your life story of what you do in the car. 866-348-7884. So much more coming up. I wandered so aimless, life filled with sin. I wouldn't let my dear Savior in. Then Jesus came like a stranger in the night. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Live at the <laughs> Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville, 1292 Wicker Road, which is 27284 if you're in the area and you want to come by and enjoy this wonderful food and music and dancing and the culture. And we have some pictures from our granddaughter being here and her 
full uh, Middle Eastern garb, you know, so that it, she looks very cool. So we got plenty of time for you to make it out here. We're actually going to be out here until 5 o'clock tonight. But if you're listening in Washington today or maybe you're listening in New York, then we want you to feel like you're, you're part of this, too, because we have with us Joelle. Am I saying that right? Yes, Bolos? yes, you did. Absolutely. And she is from Lebanon and just yes, one sir. of the most delightful people out here. And I, oh, I mean, thank you. <laughs> so we've been talking about what songs you would have on a road trip. So if you were to drive somewhere in Lebanon and your whole family got, when you were growing up and you all got in the van, what would you guys do? Would you sing songs? Would you play games? And what would that be like in the Middle East? In the Middle East, I think there will be definitely a whole lot of talking in the car. <laughs> so us Middle Easterns, we love to talk. <laughs> we are never, we never sit still or whatever quiet. So I know there will be a lot of talking, probably a lot of jokes. Um, I'm not sure so much if they do games a whole lot, but definitely more music. And um, they uh, so love So were there sing. songs like that, that you yeah. would sing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's so funny because, you know, we have the children's songs. And, you know, when we came to the States, my nephew, we were trying to teach him a Lebanese song, kids' song. And he, you know, he got so excited and he knew the song. We were at church on New Year's Eve. And he's like, we were asking who wants to sing a hymn. In Arabic, and he goes me 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 me, and so we were also you know thrilled. Oh wow, he wants to sing in Arabic. So when we gave him the microphone, he started singing the Arabic song, not the hymn, and everybody started laughing so hard. So we thought it was cute. <laughs> oh come on now, go ahead and sing us a. Yeah, that's what I was going to oh, say. You don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> yes, me. we want. Yeah, put us in the. <laughs> We well, can't. We're in the back of the bus, and we're listening to it. Go oh, ahead. Oh, trust me, the one no, I can't sing. I cannot sing. Yes, <laughs> just a little bit of the tune, so that we can get a feel of it. Oh, this Arabic boy. children's song. Here oh. we go. <laughs> Putting somebody on the spot. I yeah. Sing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um. She's. Coming up with I it. I can't think of anything. Hold That's on. all right. Well, she'll come up with it, and then you just. You just, you just show us. So yes, just yes. chime in whenever you're ready. Yes. <laughs> you got plenty of time to call us with yours. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. And we're, we're talking about how when you come together as a family, it brings life. And, and if you were to come to this church, which is kind of a neat thing that I could see where, I guess because of similar cultures, that you created this Christian community. And what we used to say about it was this is the Christian face of the Middle East. When you think of the Middle East, a lot of people think of conflict, but there's anything but that. Absolutely. With all these different cultures here yes. at the festival. Could you kind of speak to that? And that's what's so amazing about this festival. What's so amazing, all these different countries in the Middle East, they are literally killing each other and fighting each other. Where in this tiny little church, we all come together, over nine different nationalities. They're all joined together in the blood of Christ, loving on one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. And literally like loving on each other and hugging and being kind and sweet and we just have the passion to share that there is another side of the middle east there is the christian part that you know here we're so blessed to be in the united states so we can you know live our faith and share our faith and talk about our faith where we didn't have this opportunity back in the middle east so we're very privileged and super excited to have this so festival. that and that, that's hard for us to understand, that you didn't have the freedom, that's literally, right. 
I mean, you could end up really hurt or someone in your family hurt if you actually shared Absolutely. what you believe. Now, Lebanon is a bit different. In Lebanon, people to live on, but all different. They said they pretend like doing a gathering and doing barbecue. And then after, you know, because neighbors are watching and they're watching who's coming and who's leaving. And then after the cookout and all of that, just as they're sitting in to visit, this is where they get together to work and all of that. So, yeah. And, and that it's interesting to me that if I were in a, if I were in the Middle East and I found people that, you know, I, I may be from, you know, North Carolina, but if somebody California New York immediately I have a bond with them yeah. because they're more similar to my culture than the people over there so what's happened here at this church am I right yes that because at least it's a somewhat similar language it's a somewhat similar culture and a somewhat and and, and way to relate people that really you can tell these these people really feel at home here absolutely and you know like you see overseas even each country they want to do their own thing and have their own accent and they are sometimes limited into how the way they grew up but it's so different and beautiful when all these different countries come together and it all those things they grew up with no okay. matter no more as long we're together and as yeah, long we can speak the same language and understand what we're saying but yet what unites us and what provides okay. and right. is the reason to have this love is Christ among us. And everyone has the passion to share uh, what Christ did on the cross for us. And this is the reason why we are here. And mainly that speak and tell them what Christ did for us. And hopefully they can accept him to their own life as well. You know, it's just to me, it's just absolutely just just awesome. Sit here and I'm looking where I'm sitting. I'm looking at the tents with Jordan, Israel. Iraq, you know, and you sit there and you see that and you're bringing, you know, in a microscope, bringing yeah. countries together and cultures together. But it's like you said, what brings them together is just the love of Jesus Christ and realizing yeah. what it's just, it's just cool. It's cool to hear that story and it's cool to be able to witness it and to see it. And, you know, and, and as we're sitting here, and I know it's a lot of work that goes into this because yeah. as we're sitting here, they over here laying them in front of you and it yes. looks like you got a nice stack there to do yes, what do you sir. have to do when you to make this happen well it takes a whole lot of preparations and work ahead of time um, it took us about a couple of months to be able to bring everyone together and put a schedule we have different tents and we try as much as possible to organize it um, so we can have volunteers um, all the time and tents will have people working and helping out all the time um, it does take a lot of communication, a lot of patience, a lot of love. But thank the Lord, everybody's okay. doing it for the right reason. Yeah, it is amazing what okay. what's going on here. And, and just like I say, it's just, just sharing the love of Jesus yeah. Christ. Amen. Yes, and if you were here right now, you would see these little girls that are, that are dressed up and out. What, what outfits are those? So they are getting dressed in a traditional Middle Eastern outfits. Some of them more traditional of Syria or okay. Lebanon or Egypt. And they're getting ready to do the Dabke line dancing, which is the traditional line dancing. Um, and they're super excited. Everybody loves to come and watch the Dabke. Well, you've got plenty of time to make your way out here to 1292. Of Kernersville. We would love to see you. We certainly are so grateful for everyone that listened to the Christian Car Guy show today. And think about it, getting somebody in your family, right, Jerry, that 
Get them in a captive audience and... and <laughs> I remember. Slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening to Christian Car Guide.